Hello, day community. Welcome to season three of First Chapter Friday, Day Library's podcast of the first chapter of a book. Karthik Delivers by Sheila Chari. Chapter 1. I'm good at remembering things. Birthdays, driving directions, ice cream flavors, words to movies, the smell of shampoo, the scratchy grass I landed on when Jacob Donnell and Hoodie Menendez pulled down my pants in second grade. When I first started working at the store this summer, Dad would write down everything for me, but now he just tells me the orders and I remember. That's because I keep lists in my head. Once it's on a list, it stays there. This morning, Dad helped me load the groceries onto the back of the bike. First, the 10-pound rice bag and the packages of multigrain flour. Then the light stuff, like spicy chips and boxed frozen dinners. Watch the road, come back quickly, he says as I strap on my helmet, and don't get distracted. Which is what he always says, so I run through Carmine's 50 flavors of ice cream in my head, a trick I've learned when I don't want to listen to him. It's hot and humid outside, and I can hear the bike's gears grinding as I pedal down Calm Ave. Calm Ave runs through Austin all the way to Boston, and it's short for Commonwealth Avenue, but the only people who say the whole name are from out of town, like my aunt and uncle from San Diego. Carmine's Ice Cream Parlor is also on Calm Ave, a few blocks from the store, and by the time I get there after my deliveries, I'm like the Niagara Falls of perspiration. Miles is already in a booth with Bin, eating a double sloopy goopy on a cone while Bin draws in his notebook. Miles, short, glasses, crossword, sees me and says, you look like you have a wedgie. I'm about to glare, but actually the bike is always giving me one. A customer from our store is sitting in the booth behind my friends. She nods at me as I sit down, so I kind of nod back too. I don't really know her, but I've talked to her a couple of times. I think she goes to BU because she carries a backpack with the college logo on it. Once she made me list all the different kinds of pickles we carry in the store. 17, if anyone wants to know. For some reason, she got a kick out of that. I slide in next to Bin, clean fingernails, mechanical pencil, Who's, having a deliver- who's drawing a delivery boy on a bicycle. Only he isn't delivering food. He's delivering brains on a stick. Bin's idea of sci-fi. What did you get? He asks me. He smooths his paper with two fingers. Bin moved here from Queens, and before that, he lived in Vietnam. His family, the fams, own the Saigon Rose on Harvard Ave. Caramel swirl, I tell him. He always gets that, Miles says even though he's memorized all the flavors. I take a bite, letting the caramel melt slowly in my mouth. I like caramel swirl, I say. What's wrong with that? You like a bowl, too, Ben observes. More ice cream that way. That's what's nice about him. Ben always sees the good, even with a bowl of ice cream. Miles grins. Nah, he's worried he'll spill it on himself if he eats a cone, and his dad will know he stopped for ice cream. Then there's Miles, who finds a rain cloud with every silver lining. I watch Bin add shadows to the delivery boy. Where did he get the brain? I asked. This is an extra brain, Bin explains. He is a space alien in love with an Earth girl, and he is giving her the extra brains. Ew, Miles says. Bin grins. Love is strange. 
When he isn't out delivering food, Ben draws. I wish I could be like him, that I could be good at something. The only thing I can do is remember stuff. But what can you do with that? It's not like drawing or throwing a baseball. Do you really know all 50 flavors? Ben asks me. I want to hear them. Sure, I say. Appalachian apple, ambrosia, banana cream, caramel swirl, chocolate banana. I get to death by chocolate when Miles holds out his hand. Stop, he says. Next he'll be telling us the periodic table. Ben laughs. That's really cool, Karthik. Alphabetical order, too. Thanks, I say. Now you know who to call if you're having an ice cream emergency. I'm halfway through my bowl when my phone rings. You delivered Mrs. Carmichael's groceries, Dad asks. On my way, I lie. If I tell him I did it already, I have to go back to the store right away. Ask her if multigrain flour is okay. We were out of whole wheat. I slurped quietly on my ice cream. Yep. After I hang up, Miles said, What does he think he'll do? Run away with the groceries? I shrug. Miles thinks my dad calls too much. His parents never call him, even when he was locked out of his apartment for an hour by his brother, Spencer. Our families are different, but our summers are different, too. One day, Miles and I were hanging out on the BU Bridge, counting out-of-town license plates, and the next day, I'm hauling rice bags for my dad. I haven't told Miles why. I haven't told him the story's in trouble. It isn't the stuff you tell your best friend. I mean, we don't even talk about girls. No, Karthik is a very responsible delivery boy, Ben says, grinning. But why does he have to deliver groceries, Miles persists. It's not like you delivering takeout, Ben. It's done in New York City, Ben says. I know, we used to live there. Customers like it. They think it's convenient. Miles crunches on his cone. I guess, but can't people just carry their groceries home? That's what we do. Seems like a lot of work for one person on a bike, if you ask me. It was either that or studying cell mitosis, I say, which is partly true. My mom had a book all ready for me until dad announced the plan. The door to Carmine's open, opens and in walks Jacob Donnell, Hoodie Menendez, Sarah Rimsky, and Juhi Shaw. I try not to stare as they go up to the counter. Jacob and Hoodie order first, while Juhi studies the ice cream under the glass. If she notices me, she doesn't act like it. The only time she talks to me is when she comes in the grocery store with her mom. Hmm, she considers, flipping back the, her super straight hair. Chocolate banana or caramel swirl? Jacob, tall, red socks cap, leans against the counter next to her, eating his black cherry ice cream. I hate banana, he says, which is probably the only thing that he and I agree on. In second grade, Jacob sat next to me at lunch and shared a bag of chips with me. In second grade, that meant you were friends. Then, at recess, Jacob and Hoodie pulled down my pants in front of everyone. And okay, it was second grade, and Jacob did this to everyone, but he didn't make them think he was their friend first. Miles O'Grady moved to Alston in third grade. Life got better after that. Miles knew everything about Boston history, like where all the major battles were fought, what kind of bayonets the colonists used, what they ate, where they peed. It could have been totally boring, except Miles made history sound cool. At recess, we would think up stories about Martians colonizing New England. By then, Jacob had gone from depantsing certain people, me, to beating them up. So Miles and I devised all of these ways of walking home that involved not running into Jacob. Let's just say we got to know Alston really well. Dude, Miles says to me now, your ice cream, it's dripping all over your shirt. Your father will find out now, Ben says. I look down and wipe the dribbles off with a napkin. So what, I say. Meanwhile, I'm straining to hear Juhi. 
I don't know why I care what she orders. My cell phone rings again. Done, I say to my dad. Karthik, come quickly and don't stop for ice cream, he adds. I get up to throw away my cup. I think of what I should say to Juhi, like, caramel swirl is my favorite, friendly. Did you know Carmine's has 50 flavors? Nerdy. Remember when we ate ice cream at my dad's store when we were little? Nostalgic. But I know I won't say a word because I'm used to being invisible. I'm at the trash can when Sarah, ponytail, stick up her butt, whines, hurry up, Jew, he will be late. I wonder where they're going. Jacob and Hoodie are busy snarfing their ice cream cones while Sarah hasn't ordered anything, so she's standing with her arms crossed like an uptight cop. Hey, we can go save seats, Jacob order- offers. Hoodie and I'll meet you there. Yeah, Hoodie says. Thanks, Sarah says. That's super nice. Sorry, I'm so indecisive, Juhi says to Jacob. He smiles at her. He was already tall, but this summer he's had a growth spurt, and now he's a good three inches taller than everyone, which I hate. You should get Rocky Road, like me and Hoodie did, he says. Oh my god, you're right, she says, like he's cleared up some huge mystery for her. Come on, let's go, man, says Hoodie. At the door, Jacob and Hoodie see me. I wonder if I should have hid behind the trash. It's car dick. Jacob announces, with his same annoying smile. Hoodie jabs him in the arm. What do you call your car when it won't work? What do you call someone who likes to drive crap? Jacob answers, snickering. I've heard these pathetic jokes before, but it never stops Jacob and Hoodie from telling them over and over. I see them laughing outside as they walk away with their ice cream cones. You're really taking forever, Jews, Sarah says, meanwhile. I wait at the trash can, wondering what Juhi will pick. Will she get Rocky Road like Jacob told her to? Or something else? Really, I don't know why I care. It's so hard choosing, Juhi says. They have ten flavors of chocolate. Actually, eleven, I say, before I can stop myself. From the booth, I see Miles groan. Juhi turns to me surprised. No, ten, she says. She counts on her fingers. Chocolate chip, peanut butter chocolate, Chocolate banana, mint chocolate, strawberry chocolate, death by chocolate, white chocolate supreme, marigold chocolate, Mexican chocolate, and chocolate surprise. She holds up ten fingers. You forgot everything, I say. Damn, you're right. Then we both stare at each other. The girl behind the counter starts laughing. I guess we have some ice cream experts here. Sarah Rimsky is not amused. Freaks, she says in her stick up the butt way. I don't care. Juhi settles on everything on an everything cone, ha! Huh. And on her way out, she eyes me curiously, as if she notices me for the first time. Back at my booth, Miles gives me a look. What? I asked. She did forget everything. Juhi Shah in seven parts. Herons, line up. Butterfly buttons, first grade. Favorite candy, licorice. Righto! Three shades of pink sweaters, fifth grade. Writes poems when she thinks no one's watching, English class. Good at remembering, like me.